I think the best I think the best place to start off, James, is for you to explain our surroundings. Where are we? Um in this sort of shabby chic studio? Yeah, so we're in um my family's cottage right now. Um this is my my childhood is is this cottage um for a lot of it. Uh the the listeners or viewers can't really see, but to our your left or my right, there's a sofa. Okay. And I'm six foot four right now. And when I was that age, I was probably about <laughs> five foot eleven. And I this is a sofa that I slept on, and I don't think I fit on it when I was five foot eleven. And no, I, de- no I definitely chance. don't think I fit on it now. So. Um, but ge- geographically, where are we? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, sh- I probably should have started with that. And um, we're in a place called Ballykeel, mm. which is between Ballymartin and Kilkeel in Northern Ireland. And it's probably the nicest place on earth. So that's my <laughs> <laughs> and disclaimer. Do you, and do you do you live here? Uh, Did you grow up here? Yeah. So my my grand and granda live literally like a two minute walk. Um, we're in their farm right now. So yeah, we can. Is... So if we might be able to hear, I certainly can hear. There's like live animals. Yeah, they're walking sheep. around us right yeah. now. They might barge in. They could. Anything can happen at this point. Like literally anything. This is a farm, which is pretty crazy. Um. So, yeah, it's um. The question is, what was the question? Like, like, so this is really far away from where I thought you lived, but yeah. it turns out that your time was split. Yeah, so so I've grown up in Lisburn um, all my life. Um, Lisburn boy, and then I've spent my summers down here um, for a lot of my life. Uh, down by during the, the summer, Yeah, during, during the summer, down by the sea, up by the mountains. I say that, I've literally climbed the mountain the first time for about five years, <laughs> uh, about two weeks ago. But it's a uh, it's such a blessing to be here. It's, it is it's such a even nice. driving down here. It's like you're looking. The mountains are insane. I think we take them for granted. You know, being only an hour away from Belfast. Yeah. But yeah, actually, yeah. But you kind of have a third home as well because for the last few years, you've been living in a like a city. Yeah, which yeah. Which is very different than these surroundings. Yeah. So, um, not quite the big smoke of Belfast, but it's um Manchester is where I've been. Uh, so I went to university there for three years, and then for the past year I've been working in Manchester and then obviously uh because of um worldly circumstances I am here in Kilkeel. So it's quite a change to be honest to come, go from Manchester. Um, yeah. This like city never sleeps, is that what they call it? <laughs> I mean you can call it that. I'm gonna call it that. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you live on the Curry Mile. Yeah I, I didn't know this that, existed until I went to visit. Yeah it's, it's honestly It's um, like a dream come true. If you think this farm is mad you go to the curry <laughs> mile honestly it's like It's just a mile of curry yeah, houses. Yeah literally like if you go to the curry mile. And this is where all the students live in Manchester. Uh yeah it's I'd say it's not the nicest place in the world to live I'll put it that way you've been yourself. Uh, but the curry and kebabs are I think like, it's just a standard level. that the houses all have damp. Yeah literally yeah. I mean, my house this year was an absolute disgrace. It was worse than this. I still can't believe you lived in this room yeah. that we're sitting in right now. If I actually think it was worse than this cottage, it's, it, it's, my house. It's filthy. But let, let's, let's go way back. So I I, uh, I guess I guess I've known you from no age. But my first, I don't really remember being really young. But probably from the age of, what, eight or so, we were at a youth club together. Mm-hmm. And I actually turns out, I d- probably didn't know this at the time, but we actually in Liz- Lisbon like live less than a mile away from each other. We ended up going to the same school for a little while. So like, there's a bit of history. Yeah, yeah. We we were very close, but I don't think we ever realized until we were in a tent together in the Lake District. Well, I was going to bring this up <laughs> because if I think back to our friendship, I think that's 
where it all blossomed. That's when it. That's not when it peaked, but that's definitely the the seed that was sown in that. That <laughs> friendship was definitely in that. But I I often tell people if they ask, like, what was the most traumatic time of your life? I think about that week. I guess it needs some context because if I say I met you in a tent, it sounds a bit <laughs> weird. But like, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so we were a part of this youth club. And we ended up um, signing our lives away and going to the Lake District to camp for a week. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop raining. No. The, the, like, at all. I think it was probably the wettest week of my life. The, and the worst bit about it, the worst idea, I don't know whose idea it was, but we pitched our tents at the bottom of this mountain. <laughs> yeah. And all of the, all week. The, beside a river. <laughs> beside a river. It felt, and there, honestly, there was a river running through the tent. Yeah, and literally. like underneath. I remember the first night, like, Soak, uh, my, my sleeping bag is already soaked and I remember just like literally wanting to cry thinking I have to get into this soggy wet sleeping yeah. bag <laughs> I did not sleep that whole night that whole week <laughs> that, whole, that, that whole week absolutely miserable but you know there, like loads of it's a fun story yeah, to look back on I now. think when you look back on it um, I think the highlight for me was actually Pleasure Beach in Blackpool. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were supposed to go up, was it Scaffold Pike? Yeah. And we had all these hikes that we were supposed to yeah. do. We ended up just going to Pleasure Beach. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we're going to take you to the best place. It's not quite Barry's. There's but pictures <laughs> of us. There's pictures of us aged, what, 10? And I'm in all my camping gear, big mountain boots, big <laughs> ski jacket, at the bottom of the Big Dipper in Blackpool. <laughs> And yeah, our mate's got plastic bags on his feet and stuff. Oh my goodness, because it was so yeah. wet that you had to put the your feet into these plastic bags yeah. before you put them in this. Oh my goodness. And that's not the only tent story in our lives. No, there's been a few, um, to be fair, quite recently as well. What what happened um, last summer? Yeah, yeah, so I guess that that scarred you, I'd say, that experience. Um I don't think you've ever slept in a tent I've since, never been to be honest. Sense. I'm not I'm not really an outdoorsy guy. No, I I, I can tell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But I guess, um, yeah, last summer, Andy texted me with this idea of going to this um, Christian festival. Well, there was two, wasn't there? There were two. Um, and he was like, uh, yeah. I have so great ideas. Church Big Day Out is what one was co- the first one was called. And Andy was like, do you want to go to this? Instead of getting a tent, we can live a nice lifestyle in <laughs> a glamping tent. So it's a tent, but it's like if you times a tent by 10. Yeah, it's like a hotel in the field. Exactly, exactly. And um, Andy was like, yep, bedding is provided. Um, you get everything you need, like servants and all this. But no, you don't get you don't. We turned up um, and it turns out that this is literally just like a... What do you call those things? Like it's a, a teepee. We arrived in the, in the south of England... I've flown in, you got the train down. Yeah. Which like took like three days. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> and we arrived just with like these wee backpacks and we had to get a bus to this place. Well, I think and your idea was that there was a bed in this TP. Oh my goodness. And there was like... Everyone else, and... we were looking around thinking, why has everyone got so much stuff? Like 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 big massive rucksacks and sleeping bags and all this stuff. We're like, right, this doesn't feel good. And we arrive, go find out where our accommodation is, and we're like, okay, from the outside, the TP looks yeah, great. Yeah, looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Looks, lu- yeah. looks luxury. Yeah. And we get in, there's nothing, and all we have is the clothes on our back and like a change of clothes and a mattress. Literally, like there, it's literally like a a TP that's I don't know the size of like a, a living room. Yeah. And then there's just a mattress in the middle, and you're like, 
I just walked in what? and I was like, well, what do we... <laughs> <what's> the <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was summer, so it was quite, quite nice weather. But then it got really dark yep. and really cold. And we had nothing to wrap ourselves around. So I remember just kind of lying there. And you're you're there too. And we're just like, okay, good night. I'm actually, I think we actually, I don't know if they know about this, but we actually snuck out to the, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's right, like a little social area with blankets. And I think we, did bought, we steal we, a blanket? We borrowed them. We borrowed we, them. We returned them. <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely an experience. Um, but it was a good weekend. It was, it, was, it was a good weekend. Oh, I can hear the cows. <laughs> So that was that, yeah, that was outrageous. Then we went back the second time, and on our way, we remembered how scarred we were, yeah. and we went into Sports Direct and bought like a four pound sleeping bag. Sleeping bag. That was good experience. But yeah. even that, like, we didn't bring any food to this place. Everyone else like brought like a full kitchen with them and yeah. like a stove and like I don't even know. And we were, uh, we just I don't know. We just ate car. Um, we we had our really expensive vans, didn't we? Because we we're like, oh, there'll be food there. Oh, well, we, and then it's like we made friends for a piece of pasta. and that's what i remember yeah. from it was the good. weekend it was honestly like one of the highlights of my year last year it was very <laughs> good <laughs> and actually there was a person we met at a campfire one of those nights yeah that is not a fellow podcaster yeah the hoopcast the hoopcast so we'll, we'll, give, we'll give a shot yeah. we'll maybe do a collaboration yeah, yeah, sometime. You never do. <sighs> oh my goodness so anyway tell me about lockdown how's yours been um what what how long are we in three three months nearly? So I think it's been officially like three months since it all went crazy. Yeah, it's been pretty. Um, there's obviously been like nice bits of it. Um, I've been I was furloughed for about I don't know how long, probably about oh, yeah. a month. Oh yeah, so what kind half. of work do you do? Yeah, yeah. So that. I should start with my my job. Um, so uh, I can start with what I studied first to give you some context. So um, I studied sports media. Um. So it's like media journalism. Uh, and this is all because you just love FIFA, I think. Yeah, literally. I think that's like, why this started. <laughs> yeah, since I was young, just played FIFA. Um, you're like, how can I make money? Honestly, something connected to you this? say that, I genuinely think that could be part of the reason. Um, yeah. Like just football in general. Um, but yeah, so I studied um, at a university called UCFB in Manchester, uh, mm. which is like a sports university. Um, and I was like, yeah, sweet. This is the degree for me. Um, graduated last year with like sports media slash journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a job working for the Premier League as a video editor. And so, you say that very candidly, but that is so cool. Yeah, it's it's like I think about it. And obviously, like you have jobs and everyone complains about their job. Like, yeah. I, I don't care what field of work you are in. You'll always complain. But I think, yeah, for me it's been a time to reflect on lockdown is like how grateful I am for working for like such a big organization and like, yeah. Cause it's like you're scrolling on Instagram and you see the premier league and it's like, you make those videos. Yeah. 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 Um, it's kind of crazy. So like, I, it's weird cause I don't want to boast or like glued about it, but it's like when people ask you what you do, it's like, yeah, I work for the premier league and I'm like, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, I edit the videos for like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and he's getting like millions of views. Yeah, so they get like millions of views. And yeah, so that's I mean so obviously football stopped. Um and whenever sports stops, unfortunately, jobs go and yeah. furlough. Uh so I was on furlough for about a month and a half, but I'm back now. And what's interesting is so the, this is the first weekend the Premier League has come back. Yeah, yeah. And there's gonna be free live the air Premier League match on the BBC for the first time in like fifty yeah, it's years crazy, or something. Yeah. It's gonna get like like every house is going to be watching it. Yeah, it's it's mad. Um, and like even workload. Like one reason I say like lockdown's been interesting is because, uh, for one, like furlough is interesting because you're getting paid not to work, 
So you don't know how to it's feel. It's like a dream come true. Yeah, well, it like, sounds like it yeah, anyway. You feel weird because you're like, this is quite sweet. I'm getting like a good portion of my wage and I'm not having to work. Yeah. But then you're also like, I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's a weird feeling because you're... Because you're out here in the mountains, isolating, and it's like, well, what do I do? Yeah, exactly. And you can only run so far. You can only... That's it. You've been, like, you've, so you, let's talk about this. You've been getting into the running. Yeah, so um, I guess... Ooh. Let's go even further back <laughs> yeah. to a couple of years ago when you started like exercising tons. Yeah, yeah. Like from what seemed overnight. Yeah. So that that let's um, let's go to where did that come out from? Yeah. And and how's that been? Yeah. So um, when I was probably like in my teens, uh, I really neglected my body. So I got deep, but no, um, but like go, so like in. I literally all my life was really when I was young was um like playing video games, staying inside, literally like sucked my life away. Um, and I was kind of out of shape. Uh, if you go back on like my Facebook and see pictures of me, like my cheeks were like massive. Um, as in my cheeks on the face, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that needed some context as well. This tent and these, these cheeks, right? Anyway, cheeks on my face. Yes. That, you heard that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, and yeah, it wasn't the best um, state of my life really. Um, and did that did that affect like how you thought about yourself mentally or were yeah. you just like this is just how I am? Uh yeah, I guess um I struggled at that stage with what people like like when they look I always thought people were looking at me because I'm quite tall, right? I'm six foot four. Mm-hmm. So automatically for all my tall people yeah, out you there, stand out. you go there is a phase where you're like, I'm so tall here and everyone is so small and everyone's looking at me. Um, but then when you add 19 stone to a six foot four body. Is that body, what you, you were 19 stone? I think it was like 19, yeah. So um, it's it, it was easy to feel down. It was easy to feel like you were almost like not, I don't know, not, I don't know, not worthy isn't the right phrase, but like mm-hmm. people were looking at you and you're feeling judged and like just felt really uncomfortable. This um, is like at school? Yeah, so this was school, um, even like church life and like going outside. Um, and then I went to university and I was like, right, this is like opportunity to change. You start. Yeah. So I just started like going to the gym. Um, and then I think it's been like four years and. Alongside eating quite healthy, I must say. Yeah. Add. Well, like I came back from lockdown and it's changed because my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, just eating healthily, uh, just working out every day. Like I think you said like working out or even running mm-hmm. is like so good for your mental health. Oh, I think it's like therapy. Yeah, honestly. Um obviously it offers some different things to therapy, but it's still like just to have a clear mind and stuff like that so was You never get done exercising or back from running regretting it. Yeah, no, it's always like this feeling of like why well, should do that more often yeah, or like you accomplish something, yeah. especially I find at the start of the day it's like okay, I've already done something really worthwhile already. Mm-hmm feel better i'm looking after myself and it does it does help your mental state so so were you would you have been a bit down during school yeah i wasn't in the best i don't think like the thing is when i look back on it i don't think i realized how i wouldn't say i was depressed but i'd say i was definitely um lacking confidence um i think and uh, I, I would have been the same same as you think at that age, like just didn't have millions of friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you were maybe in friend groups, but yeah. I definitely felt a bit isolated. Did you feel a bit isolated? At yeah, de- I, I don't know about you, but I really regret my time at school. Um, so yeah. 
Like I went to Inst in Belfast um, with Andy. We, l- we learned Latin. Yeah, we learned. Yeah. Do you remember any Latin? Uh, Caecilius <laughs> est pater. Or what does something that like mean? That. Uh, Caecilius's father. There you go. <sighs> I just typed everything into a translator. Yeah. That definitely didn't work. I think the book had the answers at the back. I, was just <laughs> I remember deciding to get the slow train in the morning so that my me and my friends particularly a guy michael davidson do you do you remember a guy michael davidson i feel like he's I, a good I friend we got the train together and we decided to get the slow train the one that stopped on purpose so that we could one get a table to be able to like patch together some <laughs> sort of translation of this latin stuff is us i don't know why What's the point? there were loads of great things with that school i look back and like yeah think oh so passionate about sport um like pretty good banter all the time but definitely there were some there was some it was a hard environment yeah, for I certain types of people. If you don't suit to anyone who's been dinsed or goose dinsed, I'm sorry if I offend you. <laughs> but like if you don't suit this certain um I guess for a lot of schools, if you don't cert- suit this certain persona, yeah, the you're ide- gonna find it hard. The ideal type of person that that fits in, whatever that means to that school is um good in Marlow. Yeah. Prep the prep school. Rugby. Posh school, so you live kinda in the posh end of town. Yeah. You play rugby, you play cricket. Yeah. You know, and uh you know, parents drive nice cars, all that kind of yeah. things. That's like the stereotype. But the reality is a lot of people aren't that. Yeah. Exactly. If you're you know, people in- coming from like local housing estates. Um, oh, big time. It's a massive mix of yeah, incomes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, yeah. Um but you great school and but I I I don't really have a lot of friends from no, them, no. do you? I mean, I yeah, that's my regret is really that I didn't spend more time making friends from school. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it hasn't, like, I've been really grateful that I've actually realized that and I've been able to make some, like, really incredible friendships. Like, yeah. I guess this is one. Um, and, like, sure, even, but there's people you bump into or you walk past and it's like, like... Yeah, do you, like, don't put even, your head down and walk off. Yeah, yeah, it's or like, I bet they don't even remember or, me. Yeah, or, exactly, and it's just a bit... It's a bit awkward, and I feel like if I if I had to put more time into friendships or actually like looking out for people and actually like spending time. Well, this is interesting. I think this, that's where it starts mm. in terms of we think about like what we can take from friendships, but I think the way to start is what can I do to help somebody? Yeah. How can I be there for yeah. somebody else that's probably maybe feeling down like me? I think that's a good way to start. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I think like if you take it to the Bible. Mm-hmm. God says to love him yeah. first. That's the ultimate commandment. Mm-hmm. And then he says to love your neighbor. And it's like that idea of loving God first, loving your neighbor. But where's love yourself? Like there's no love yourself first. And I think, mm-hmm. I guess in society as well at this point, when I was 15, 16, I, I'm going to be real, probably very hard to realize that because your mind's elsewhere. Sure. But looking back on it now, you can say you can actually work out like where your friendships are um mm-hmm. are you actually like i guess lockdown's been good for people to actually realize um mm-hmm. who you invest in who you invest in yeah i think you mentioned a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. but like it's been really good to see like act, like your friendships are still real like people are still yeah even when you're like away people are still contacting you even when you're away yes how did you find that leaving so a lot of people do this at university they go away for a couple of years but you you left at that age and have then got a job there so you've kind of been there that entire time and then you've got these kind of two lives this mm. life at home with friends that you've grown up with and family and and your surroundings but then you had to start totally 
again? Do you mm. f- feel like you're kind of split? Or like, how was it starting again, meeting people? Mm. I know church really helped for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, to be, f- so, my friendship group here is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always like, I think whenever you come home, it's always hard to leave because you're like, spend time with them. Yeah. And you're like, this is, this is really good. Um, but then you go back and you're like, this is also really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, um, like it's hard to, to not split your life in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm being honest, probably Manchester's where at the, at this time, it feels like life, it's home. It feels more like home than Northern Ireland yeah. at the minute. Um, I've like invested a lot of time into like yeah, people there. That. Uh, because like, you have to because yeah. we grew up in a church and it's like there's naturally there's people around you and it's yeah. quite easy that way like a friendship's almost kind of given to you because you're united with that mm-hmm. but when you land somewhere uh, certainly as big a city as that yeah, yeah it's like you're nobody you need to put in that effort exactly yeah and i think on a personal like spiritual level as well like manchester has helped me grow so much as a christian yeah and um, so i benefit a lot from like spending time with the church there um, I think give them a shout out what are they called City Church Manchester um, it's a great church if you ever like move to Manchester or like yeah visit go yeah, to it's it. very it's, friendly yeah it's got it's got very good welcoming um, system so it's it's very good but I think this could be controversial no, go for one it. thing I've realised about Northern Ireland is the Christian experience is very yeah. comfortable yeah Um. so I don't know how this relates to your question, but it doesn't. Um, so, so I'm so We're sorry. Right. <laughs> um, so like for a lot of people, I think in Northern Ireland, I could be completely wrong here, mm-hmm. but from what I can see, it's church on a Sunday and it's work on the weekday. Certainly can't be that. Yeah. yeah. And it's this idea of, like I said earlier, like, are you putting, like what I've realized from my time is, are you putting God first or are you putting yourself, your goals, your work? first yeah. yeah um so like i i i just think like in northern ireland it's so easy to be comfortable as a christian and mm-hmm. um i think a lot of churches in northern ireland is what i've realized is like um oh, this sounds so bad <laughs> i feel like i'm just slagging off churches in north like they're honestly there's so many we're good so churches. grateful for our church yeah like honestly like the upbringing of churches in northern ireland like the way i we were brought up in church but there's no, no church is perfect yeah no church is perfect and i think because northern ireland is quite comfortable as a in a christian context yeah although there are obviously um changes coming which mm-hmm. have made it a bit more uncomfortable it's very easy so that you're um what's it, like evangelism yeah is like it, it's hard to like sometimes you might expect the church as a building to just be enough to bring the Bible out to people. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I found out in Manchester, like they don't have church buildings in a lot of places. And so yeah. they've had to go out. Yeah, your church doesn't yeah, have a building. And it's like about building relationships with communities and people. Like, I think, yeah, it's so much more yeah, than loving just, people. yeah, it's so much more than just your personal. Every um, day. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and yeah, like, did you find it hard bringing your faith to university in particular? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I really struggled in the first year of university. Um, I guess like finding a church as soon as you go to a new city is, is really hard. Especially, um, especially man, when there's like people are already like, there's already clicks. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you come in, it's like, I don't know anyone who to even sit beside. Yeah. 
how, how was that? Exactly. Yeah. So I think for first, like Manchester's church population is quite low. Mm. Um, so it's got like a lot of cultures in it. Um, like where I live is majority Muslim. I'm pretty sure. Um, so you have like Jewish quarters, like Muslim quarter. Yeah. Um, and so actually finding a place to go to church and feel comfortable it was extremely hard it's mm-hmm. not like northern mm-hmm. ireland where like every corner you have a yeah. church building um like if you go on google there's probably only a select few churches in manchester so like i think first year i didn't even have a church um to be honest i was floating a bit yeah i was kind of like insecure kind of christian just like and did you find it quite a lonely experience yeah so i think i was placing a lot of my hope in um find like my the people i surrounded myself with yeah in university and you were um, quite lucky because you were living in a building where you were like sharing a kitchen and so yeah, on. It was, yeah. like, a privately owned place but you got to meet friends naturally there's some actually really exactly, good friends that you yeah. still, you're still connected with yeah i think the the only issue with my university is um being a sports based university yeah and um, the culture is like drinking and pints, 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 pints. and so it's very easy to get sucked like lad in. Culture. Yeah, like lad culture. And I'm not a lad at all. Like I'd say I'm the opposite of a lad. <laughs> I agree with the least laddie. <laughs> yeah, literally, I think I... Do you know the uh, only time where I'm, I feel like we're slightly lads is when we go to football? Yeah. We, go, that, we go on these... We like... We've been bounced oh, all over so the world. Many stories and that. And so <laughs> We've bounced crazy. all over the world, and I feel a little bit of an imposter. Yeah, I think even like my voice changes to fit in with you the, go all like, these people. You go, oh, hi, Northern Ireland, <laughs> Greenway <to> Army. <laughs> You're like, yes. You're like I lose words in my yeah. vocabulary <laughs> yeah. to try and fit in. Yeah, so it was literally like that. Um, you're going like I guess it was every uni student do. Um, it's not an unfamiliar story, but you kind of f- try and float towards other people to fit in um yeah and so and then maybe you make compromises about yourself yeah exactly yeah um and so it, it took a long time to realize like i was pretty down in first year of uni i was like the people i was surrounding myself weren't exactly the best people in the world they, they weren't helping you um, they weren't yeah, they helping weren't... you become the best you, you could be yeah exactly um and so um yeah I, I i realized in second year like i need to find a church i need to like Re reevaluate, um, and so yeah, I googled best church in Manchester. Yeah, the city church came up. I don't know if it is the best church, but for me, it was the best. Isn't that fit. interesting? But yeah. the, the thing with God is like, there's no like things don't happen by accident. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you fell right into the right. Place, and it was so. it wasn't as easy trans like for anyone who is either going to university or moving city for a job. Yeah, it is hard to transition into. I find it hard anyway to transition into a church. Yeah, like, but it's like you've only been there like what. Was it like three years yeah, at yeah. that church? And I feel like the last two times I visited you in Manchester, we're like walking around and everyone's like, oh, hey, James. Yeah, like, yeah. like, you, you, you are part of it now. Yeah, you know? so it's definitely, I've definitely, I think the problem was at the start I wasn't integrating. Yeah. So, um, because would you naturally be quite a shy person? Yeah. I think people say, get this wrong about you. Yeah. I think when you get to know me, I can become a bit more. Um, oh, you're the biggest laugh in the world. Yeah. You're yeah, the life, you life of that. any party. <laughs> you, like you I'll knew that, that I'll you take knew that, that yeah. but maybe it takes you a while to, to, to yeah, feel comfortable so to, like that I guess it's just from a young age though from that people judging me um, that's interesting I've, that stems back to that yeah when I think about it it's probably that like it's this I need to work my way into someone's judgment yeah and so even in that situation because you're quite funny and like people laugh around you like it is hilarious do you feel pressure 
to for your identity to be like the funny guy. I've had, I've 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 never thought yeah. about this. That's a. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I find that if I ever try and be funny, I'm not funny. Okay. Yeah. But I I think I <laughs> that's so true. I think true. I'm quite funny. I, this sounds so um. No, let's let's like think. yeah. This sounds so like I'm gluting. I might not be funny to be honest. You're um, so but funny. I think whenever I'm just an idiot sometimes, <laughs> and you know you knew that that's, like that's that's it. Literally, I'll just. I think my problem is we actually this is really um off the cuff, but me and Andrew were sp- speaking about um podcast ideas and oh this is ages ago yeah um because I was like yeah I think you'd be a good podcast host and here we are but like my <laughs> idea is. was literally like this sounds weird but like how to stay single <laughs> was gonna be my podcast I think it's a banging yeah. title and because the issue is I've <laughs> never been in a relationship all my life and the reason i've never been good at them no and it's like (laughs) this idea is like i don't even i just say things and i'm like why did i ever say that i think i either say things or like for example i'll tell a story you've been on on these dates and you tell me about them yeah just a bit um and you think you just like yeah like say these things i'll I'll go on a date with someone (laughs) and i'll forget to like pay for them and they'll just end up buying them and it's just a bit awkward at the start isn't it and it's like I don't know. That's that's like a pretty lame example, but for example, what I was um, I'll give one story. Is that I would love this. Um, I was in my university accommodation. Yeah, and uh, I was walking out the door, and the door's quite heavy. Um, <laughs> and I went to like push open the door, yeah. and I pushed the button to open the door, and then I pushed the door, uh-huh. and as soon as I pushed the door, it's too late by this stage, by the way. <laughs> I realized there's a girl on the other side of the door. And I'm not joking when I say I wipe her out. <laughs> and she's literally on the ground, just like, what has happened? And I'm like, I am so sorry. But the thing is, I don't think that's going to be your wife. No, so um, I need what to kind of. What did you say? I just said, I'm really, really sorry. And then I walked off. She's and like I was on like, the ground. Yeah, and it's like, these she's things. wounded. Exactly. And. Um, yeah so there's probably more to, you just have to run away exactly but yeah so that was my i, I, I think even, you should do the hottest day single podcast i, I think yeah. it would go top of the charts i think yeah there is an, there, i think there is a first episode somewhere because we did record <gasps> did, did we, we did i think we did yeah i totally forgot yeah. about that <laughs> yeah we, did, well, we, we weren't using mics no we were just on where the was phone. that i don't know but um oh that's so funny yeah i don't think it'll ever be released honestly um but we yeah. try a lot of wacky things. Yeah. So At the start of lockdown, we did a live stream yoga session. That was crazy, yeah. That was good fun. How would you rate my yoga? I mean, you can't even touch your toes oh, and you're a runner. But it wasn't so fair because pretty... you had like a yoga mat and everything. Yeah, it was my mum's, to be honest. <laughs> but like, <laughs> did a good job. Let's go back to university because yeah. you went to a small university. Yeah. So by the nature of it, there's not a lot of Christians because there's not a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And most universities do at least have a Christian union you can go to, to you know, meet, mm-hmm. meet people. So uh, what did you do? Yeah, so um, I guess uh, in my second year of university, I settled into a church, yeah. made friends with... Um, Start feeling comfortable in yeah, Manchester. Yeah, exactly. And I, I saw these, I guess I never really understood, because um, you see queens and stuff do these Christian events. Yeah. Um, and they're so good. Um, and I saw like University of Manchester, Salford Uni... Man met do these like Christian events and I was yeah like, one it's a good way to meet Christians but then also they're like you were talking about earlier doing evangelism yeah like going exactly out. exactly and I was like imagine going to a university 
have I chosen wrong here? Like you thought you were missing Christ- out. I was like, I'm missing out yep. on a university with a Christian union. Um, and so I spoke to a few people. I was like, I really just wish, like, and I tried to integrate with Uni of Manchester's Christian Union, like, yeah, but and you, ultimately it just you don't go never there, worked. So. Yeah, so, um, I met with a guy called Boaz, who's like incredible guy. What a I name! I know, honestly, Boaz. best name I've ever heard. After so, where did you meet Boaz? Uh, church. So he came into my church. Yeah, and yeah. he works for is it UCCF? I forget what it stands yeah. for, but they do relay, um, which is like a I think Ollie did it and your mm-hmm, first podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so he kind of heads it up in manchester and he was like have you ever thought about like starting your own christian union um what was your initial thoughts i was like no way yeah like honestly i think uh what made me do it was realizing that there's gonna be christians in this uni there's 600 people uh-huh. at this university yeah, you can't be the only one i cannot be the only christian but i was so scared of i guess it goes back to this identity of myself yeah that people would like judge me for being a christian um so yeah which is way more intense over there over yeah in honestly yeah because here i was saying like it's it can be cool at times yeah, exactly. it's like because there's so many christians and yeah you have christian organizations who do like oh oh well i don't know if oi or christian but, no, like, but yeah, they right. have this christian links and oh, stuff like goodness, that yeah um and it's almost like it is kind of not cool but it is it is a cool thing to be a christian in northern ireland yeah and um, whereas in manchester it's kind of i'd say it, it's it's definitely something that's challenged a lot and um, mm-hmm. and yeah um so in university i was like no way and then boas kind of spoke me in, or talked me into it and he was like um like why don't you just do it just send out an email yeah. to the whole unit yeah <laughs> send- where do you even start <laughs> i literally emailed everyone in the university <laughs> <laughs> no word of a lie i've emailed how every single res- how many responses did you get so i i i um spoke to Baz. he's like just email like no one's gonna remember james bingham yeah like realistically but they're thinking who is this yeah. guy and he was like let's just pray that you get like two people wow yeah that's a bold, bold yeah, move yeah and i was like oh flip this is like pretty intense and water. did you think i'm gonna get nothing yeah i was honestly like christian unions aren't cool um and yeah so i sent the email and lo and behold i got i think it was like five or five to seven responses which may not sound like a lot but you were so encouraged in the context of a university yeah that's like yeah that's quite a lot for that um kind of I guess. And then what did you do? Like, so you got these people and they're like, they're up for it. Yeah, now yeah. you're thinking, okay, crumbs, actually I've got to do something here. So the issue is when starting a Christian union is you get the interest. Yeah. But then you get the people who are like, I'm a Christian. This would be really good. But until you actually start it, they're not going to help you with anything. Um, and so and they I, might not even show up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was stuck in this limbo and I was like, I remember praying with um, Boaz again. And I was like, can we just pray that I get someone to lead it with me? Like someone just to, yes. to like give me ideas to help because me. Because you, you probably wouldn't have seen yourself as like a natural leader. Would yeah, that be yeah fair? I'm definitely not a leader. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm like, like you're happy to put it. in the work and everything. Yeah, exactly. But I'll, if you have someone alongside you. Yeah, it helps. I, I find it so much better if there's someone there to work with me. Um, and so I was like, I prayed um, for two leaders. And then I think it was like on a Friday at university, I was in, like so the university is at the etihad stadium and we were in like the reset like where the hospitality that is so would be. cool yeah it's kind of crazy um and i was just sitting there 
and I heard these two guys speaking about Jesus, and I was like, "This is kind of crazy." Um, wow. I had I knew one of them, and I went. I was like, "This is like weird." So I was kind of weird. I just listened to what it was kind of weird, but I was just listening to what they were saying, pretending to do my work, and they were like, just speaking about how great Jesus was, wow. and like how there is a need for Jesus on the campus, and I was like, "This is." Like an like, answer to prayer. Yeah, crazy. And so I got in contact with them um, after. I was Class. like, yo, I'm trying to start a uh, Christian union. Would you be interested? And then they were like, yeah, for sure. Um, and that actually, like, so to become a, a, a society, you needed five people. And we had three. <laughs> okay, that, okay, there's <laughs> the first so, stumbling block. So those two people oh, went with... from a three to a five. And I'm going to be real. Wow. I, I don't know if they're listening, but they didn't go to the Christian Union <laughs> once. <laughs> but they helped set up that Christian Union. <laughs> I hope they are listening. They, they were honestly like such great human beings. Do you remember beings. their names? Yeah, Andre and, and Alfred. And That's they were so good. good. Like, they were soon such nice people, but just but their time was they weren't... That was a gift from yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. They just weren't able to commit yeah, because they course. worked or played. Sure, like, sure, one sure. was really good at football. And um, so he just played That's that. Amazing. So you're able to start. You're able to start yeah. meeting. Yeah. Didn't didn't you like have like a stand? Yeah, so yeah, um obviously you have your your fairs, your uni fairs. Yeah. And I'm just like I cannot picture you <laughs> at this. I just awkwardly stand in there at this. So fair. did you like have a banner or anything? Yeah, so I or? made this like massive banner. I People did only go to these to get like free stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I the, do you know where they placed me? Where? They placed me beside <laughs> like um this is gonna sound weird, but like like literally beside the football table, so the most popular table, oh, which yeah? is a blessing, but it's also kind of like really awkward because they're all looking at me like Christian Union, ha ha ha, like that. Uh, did Aaron sign up? Uh, yeah, so I went to that and I got, I think I got like ten people Class. who signed up, and that year going in, I was I need a I need a leader, <laughs> like I need someone to be yeah, there with me. Like, it's not yeah, me. and so uh, sorry, I'll just say this mic. Um, this is like a. A shout out to Lewis Cato. Um, yes, he's like legend. my friend. Yeah. So uh, this story continues to City Church. I'm I'm starting to go to City Church. Yeah. I know some people, and City Church. Are, I've never met someone at City Church who goes to my university. Uh-huh. So in in my third year of university, someone comes up to me and he's like, "Have you met like Lewis Cato? He's um like he goes to your uni." I was like, "What? What? There's a person who goes to my uni. He goes to this church." And I just end up speaking to Lewis yeah. and like, he's, um, I think I can say this, but he was, he was pretty low in his faith. Um, he just come on. Yeah, he like was a having first, a tough time. Yeah. First year of uni, he was really struggling and he was trying to find his feet again. Like um, identity stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, this guy, I'll just ask him to do Christian Union. And I just asked him and then he ends up coming to Christian Union. Because that's a bold thing in itself because Lewis is a pretty cool guy whatever. Yeah, it was but... honestly the most awkward meeting because... <laughs> Because people have built this up so much. You're like, this guy goes to your university. Like, like, this is going to be the best thing ever. I'm like, oh, he hi, might I. like me. Yeah, I, and I'm really awkward when I first meet someone. So I was like, hi, I'm I'm James. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hi. And I was like, you go to UCFB. He's like, yeah. It's sounds so awkward. And I was like, do you, want, do you want to join the Christian Union? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And, and that was it. it. And that was the first and time did, we ever met. Haven't you been living with him? Yeah, so this year I live with him. And he's actually... Unbelievable. He's actually the president. Or... Well, he's just graduated, but Big he shot. was the he was the president of the the Christian Union, and I think it's grown. Um, That's so incredible! Like you started that thing. Yeah, they did their first ever. I I so I 
I don't like taking the praise because I actually regret not starting it earlier. Sure. Um, and I think like it's important to give all glory to God because Definitely. if you go back through this whole story, oh uh, yeah, there's God, so many reasons God it could have not has, worked. Exactly, God has worked in every single part of that story, like from prayer to like bringing Lewis to, to City Church, and like this year, like they did their first event, like ev- evangelistic so event, good. which I was never able to do, and I'm like gutted that i was never able to do but i'm so glad that they were able to Unbelievable. do this and year. you're able to still be connected with these guys yeah how yeah. has it been living with a really good group of christian mates yeah i think um not so much better i think that's really important yeah. surrounding your yourself as a christian with people like, who make you better exactly yeah because it was, isn't that what they say they say you become the average of the people that you spend time with exactly and that's yeah. so true whether you 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 can try and say oh no i'm like i'm not but actually, you're going to be affected by whoever's in your life. And um, it's important to have diversity, of course. But you need to have that core people that are, like, influencing you mm. and keeping you right. Yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, as you said, like, if you surround yourself with people who are Christians, it's only going to build your faith. Um, yeah. And there's there's nothing, like, I l- love people who are just as much... Um, who aren't Christians. Of course, yeah. Like, I think that's just You're as important. You're so good at that. Exactly. And I think it's an, it's important to to show them that love because it's Jesus' love, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. if you... Like, you, it's hard because you want to build a proper... You want to build, like, a strong relationship. You don't want to just bring the Bible to them every time, which is always a struggle. But I think this year has really taught me, like, so much. Um, All the guys, like... Cause it's like a house of th- four guys who are all like three well three are still uni and i'm working yeah but they're like their drive to share the bible was like ridiculous yeah. like um well i've seen even just in the way that you talk yeah that's definitely your focus like honestly i i've said earlier my my drive for christianity in northern ireland was to go to church on sunday yeah and go to like youth club youth club on a friday or and like go to like youth fellowship on a Sunday evening and have fun. And yeah. and I think at, at that stage we were both probably not spending enough time intentionally in the Bible and exactly. praying and I think we both find that kind of stuff yeah, hard. Exactly. And I think it almost you you almost need to step away from something yeah. to realise what is like issues or like so for example, me stepping away from Northern Ireland made me realise like it opens your eyes to like new things, and, and like, you can see that that's what God was doing. He yeah. was taking you to be able to see that. Exactly, and I'd, I'd say it's probably similar to you, mm-hmm. like stepping away from your work and just realizing that there's actually more to life than than work. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. And yeah. even in work, there's more to life in work than just working. Like there's. I'm so with you. Yeah. So I just, it's been such a like great blessing living with like three Christians. I've never done that before. Yeah. Who. Like Jack is on one of one of them. He's like such an unbelievable guy, and he's like his drive to share the gospel. Like he'll go on the streets and just be like, he'll just open up looking to for opportunities. Yeah, and I, as someone who lacks that kind of like confidence to do that, yeah, that one on one. Yeah, exactly. Like how do you how do you bring that? Yeah, in? he's like, he's. I think he's just like, just do it, and you'll get better. And it's like, yeah, it's so easy to just. I still haven't done it. I'll admit that, but like, I still really want to do it. Yeah. It's just finding the courage, but like, yeah. I think you're so right. I think it starts by offering up people friendship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 
I just think it's been such a blessing. Um, yeah, definitely. And enjoyable as well, yeah. But not easy. No, it's really hard. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good. So you t- we mentioned earlier, as we come to a close, there's so many stories. Yeah. Any spring to mind? Um, do you want football? Is that what you're... <laughs> Whatever. How about... Uh, I have a couple of favourites. Well, I'll start with my favourite. Right. Which is a bit... It's a little bit low-key compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. But it just came to my mind as we're thinking about all the animals all around this place. Where is this going? We were... <laughs> <laughs> we stayed at uh, the first Airbnb we stayed in. Yeah. Like, it was oh, like 2016. France. And uh, we landed... Northern Ireland are playing in the Euros. Right? This is like... This is like... Um, living in Manchester when Oasis were around, okay? It's like we were yeah. in France, Northern <laughs> Ireland are at a major tournament and we didn't have a lot of money and we were figuring out, okay, well, you know, we're really trying to budget it and how do you get a flight? You know, it was expensive to go to Paris or whatever and we needed to go to the south of France but then we were able to get to Toulouse and like I'd never even looked where this yeah, was. I think it was like 200 quid for a flight to Nice or 20 quid yeah, for a flight to exactly. Toulouse. So we were like, we're let's like, go no to brainer, Toulouse. That's, yeah. that's France. No brainer, yeah. So we, anyway, we land there I remember the first night we watched the first game and we're out watching it. And we go back to our the Airbnb, and first of all, the guy is like showing us around. He's done showing us around, and then he like he's like, "Okay, good night," and then he just goes to bed <laughs> in the place that we booked. <laughs> yeah, we were like, "Oh, we got the sweet flat," and it just turns out we're in his bedroom and yeah. he's sleeping on the couch. Yeah, so uh, we go to sleep and that's fine. We wake up, we're sharing a bed. <laughs> Not the first time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and this is this cat walking on the bed. Yeah, wake up in the morning. We had cat. we had closed the door and we had locked the door. I don't know how that cat got. It. I think it came in the balcony. Yeah, I think there was a cat flap on our door at the balcony. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. There was and something weird about the bathroom too. Yeah, it was like a he had like video games. In it, it was a very strange. It was a place. weird. Yeah. Now, um, after that we just booked entire places but then you say that but then we went to Nice and we were sharing a, sharing oh yes a, the, like the next day yeah we shared a room with like eight people and, and Northern Ireland <laughs> we're, we're playing Poland we were playing Poland and we were sharing a room there with were these two, massive Polish yeah, they were, lads they were so the scared room. I'm sorry I, I was so scared yeah, they were honestly it was like, a, bit, a little bit intense if you could picture a Polish person like <laughs> that <laughs> yes. sounds so bad but it's true but like they were skinheads they were just like yeah I mean not all I lived with a Polish person last year and she was not a skinhead I, she, yeah. she was a lovely they woman they could have pummeled us but they they could have ooh, literally ooh, that night what oh <laughs> tell yeah, that yeah and then uh, so we were also so there's sharing like, there's like six six bunk beds, beds yeah, in yeah. this room and first of all it's crazy because out the street there's all these really scary more Polish guys with their shirts off, like Dun. jumping in fountains <laughs> with flares. Yeah. And actually there were riots. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it I got mad. like, there was somebody threw a bottle and like smashed in my head. And like, I was like was videoing mad, this yeah. whole thing, which I shouldn't have been. <laughs> but then we get back that night. It's like quite late. Yeah. And I think like I, I'm in the top bunk. I'm like going to sleep. And then you say like someone came in. Yeah. I remember this vivid- vividly. So this is, and I, I like the exaggerate stories, but this is not. No, this, this is this real. Happened. So there were, I think there were four or five New Zealand girls. This, this in our in our. How do I make this sound not weird? Um, four or five New Zealand. This is a hostel girls. kind of it, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a hostel. We we thought again mixed, we were just booking an like entire a, room. Yeah, yeah. It was so mixed dorms. Five New Zealand girls. <clears> and who we we hadn't met. No, no, we'd we never. We didn't even know who they were. We just walk in and there's these. 
girls. No, but even when we got there, their stuff was just yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, but we'd never seen them. So we came back, it was dark, and we were like getting in bed. Lights were off. Yeah. And then one of them comes up to me, and <laughs> she asks... Can Whispers I, in your ear. Can I borrow your keys? <laughs> and I was like, flip, this is the first time a girl's ever spoken to me. I was like, <laughs> you can take my keys and do whatever. So, <laughs> I love you. She was like, yeah, 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 no, so she was like, uh, can I have your keys? I need to make a call. Um, and I was like, I have no idea what's happening, but yeah, go on and have my keys. Six hours later, <laughs> I'm like, where are my keys? And where's this girl she going? Had back. I was like, this girl's literally taking my keys. The keys, which like all my belongings for this trip yeah. to my locker. And I was like, she's gone and she's just legged it. And she's like hoping that I've like fallen asleep or something. Oh my goodness. And then about, I think it was like in the morning at about 6 a.m. She comes back in. It's like, oh, here's your key. <laughs> it's like, where have you been? I was like, what? what? Have you been doing? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? I literally didn't sleep that and you're night. Like, Can I marry you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took the key and I was like, here's your ring. But yeah, it was. Um... <laughs> no, but then I, I say goodbye to you. You were in the shower. I remember this. I was like, I, I've got to run. Yeah. Because I was getting a flight home. Oh, yes. You were going to like. Because a friend was getting wedding, married. Yeah. And it was wonderful. Yeah. Very magical. Don't regret it at all. <laughs> I did miss the Ukraine game. <laughs> But I remember they're coming back and like bumping into you like at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And it's like, that was an amazing that summer. That was, that was honestly, I think my favorite trip there was, um, so we went to Azerbaijan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is a crazy thing in yeah, itself. Yeah, like just going to Azerbaijan is like pretty like, I didn't wide. know, I didn't know where it was. It is East, man. Yeah, it's literally like It's Asia. technically in Europe, but it's basically, yeah. it is Asia. It's like Eurasia, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were, we... So we left on was a Friday night. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a visa. I think you needed a, vi- yeah, a visa yeah. or something. Yeah, I think no. I think how it happened is um me we had to fly to Turkey first, and that was all right. Oh yeah. So we went to Istanbul on a. I think our flight was like eleven p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah. And we only booked one night in a hotel in. Oh yeah, in, I forgot um, about this. In Baku, so we fly over um to Istanbul and we get a connecting flight. So we arrive in, in, in Baku in Azerbaijan. It's a weird place. Yeah, it's it's honestly such a weird place. But Do you remember the taxi driver? Yeah, he was mad. Which one? Both were weird. <laughs> yeah, we, we step out of this out of the plane and we stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. With our like green shirts on. Yeah. And it's like I don't think a lot of tourists go to no, Baku. No. But we just get surrounded, swamped yeah. by all these guys. Exactly. They're just like who are claiming to be taxi drivers. I don't us. think they're taxi drivers no. at all. And, and and we were like forced into a car. Yep. We didn't know how the currency worked at all. We definitely got majorly yeah, ripped definitely. off. Yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah, and then we arrive at the hotel. Yeah, exactly. So we only booked one night in a Hilton, which was like 40 quid a night yeah. or something. But it was like, it, it was, was like ridiculous. about seven stars. Yeah, it was honestly like, so there we was, were like. There was a rotating bar at the top. <laughs> yeah. And this like rooftop swimming pool, it was insane. Yeah, it was mad. But because we only had one night, we didn't have anywhere to sleep so we went in yeah we touched we? on like first thing in the morning yeah, yeah, we like haven't slept all 5 night 5am it was and we were like we, we just go to the hotel and see what can happen so the hotel were like oh we can't open up your room but we can offer you a shower <laughs> yeah. so we were like oh that sounds sweet so we um <laughs> we go up to the shower and the shower actually connects to like the swimming pool the swimming pool so we just end up sleeping we just slept on, on the, the like yeah, the beds there it was honestly like the best like literally living experience I've ever had. Then like Paddy McNair was probably like swimming, <laughs> yeah, swimming along. Exactly. Because it turned out the team was staying yeah, in the same the hotel. The, yeah, and it was just it was honestly such a crazy experience. I remember getting into the lift. I was like, 
Lafferty was just yeah. there. <laughs> it's so all right, mate. For people who don't like football, they're probably like, this is so boring. But um I know. But yeah, I think we, we also ran away from that hotel because We you, overstayed our welcome. Yeah, we, we overstayed our welcome by about two hours. Well, I just kept sleeping in. Yeah. I was jet lagged and we had to like check out early and I think we'd like stayed basically till that night. Yeah. And we we're supposed to be charged like hundreds yeah literally of like whatever it was like 400 is. quid or something and we just decided to run away <laughs> <laughs> so, helped yeah. it if you're listening so yeah. we're still open to sponsorships yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know how that, that was worked. a funny story well, was... i remember running around with our, our friends matt and mason yeah and uh, matt got married yesterday matt got married in kilkeel yeah it's mad like probably literally like five minutes away we love you matt and uh oh there were too, too many stories yeah but it was it was but you you like traveling. Traveling's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Shame we can't do it. It's been a good life. It's been a good life. Is <laughs> it, where's on where's on your list to see? Um, see, I want to go somewhere like like different. Yeah, I think I want to go Asia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so my I, this is another like going back to Christianity. Um, one thing I've realized is like you can plan your life as much as you want. So okay, I was like, wow, yeah, I'm going to plan. So I was like, yeah, I had plans for this summer. Yeah. Not, I planned. I honestly, I was like next summer I'm going traveling and I was like, I'm going to quit my job and go traveling. And uh, probably shouldn't say that out loud, but I've said it. Um, and then this happened and I'm like, yeah, well, like, I'm not going to choose that we're yeah, not in control. Exactly. Man. Exactly. So if I were to travel, it'd probably be either Asia or, um, West Coast America, yeah, like I, standard. I think I think my regret from traveling is not. I think the people are the most interesting thing. Yeah, if yeah. If I think back to the handful of like different people I've met in random places, it's like I w- I wish I was more outgoing that way. And like, I think I would be interested in traveling alone. Yeah, I think it forces you to do that. Well, you've done it a couple of times, haven't you? Well, like you've done yes, events. but it's always for something. It's yeah. like you're going for a reason, and then there's other people that are there for that same reason. Mm. And you meet them, but it's like I would love to just book a one way ticket for a yeah. summer, like you say. But it takes so much guts to like actually be there on your own. No, uh, no, definitely, um, definitely, yeah. But yeah. we'll be on a flight again. I'm sorry. Did you yeah. heading back to Manchester? Actually, yeah, I'm on a flight next. So it'll be weird flying. Yeah, yeah. So because it's be like it's like one person per row or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like. A space between maybe each person or something. I'm not sure. I'll find so out. Back, back to full time work. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working at the minute. Yeah. So it's all good fun though. It's good. Can't complain. And it's your dad's job. birthday. Yep. So Happy we'll birthday to David. David, um, <laughs> you're having a a nice family lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. What'll be on the menu? Um. Good question. I think they're having a Chinese. That's <laughs> 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 oh, honestly like the most Northern Irish thing. Have a Chinese for lunch there. And I meant to ask you this off, but off the record, but we'll ask you on the record. Yeah. There was a book you were telling me about, um, that you were reading, and you found it really interesting, particularly with what's going on in the racism discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was that? Yeah, so it was, I think Ben Lindsay. Um, let's talk about race. Yeah, I may what, have got it wrong. What if you, what if if you search you, that? Well, come up. you because you you were pretty passionate about some of the yeah. ideas it was sharing. I think um, Northern Ireland's. It's weird because you don't have many different like cultures yeah. like it's mainly like Pretty white insulated. people yeah yep. you don't have many like black and um, more ethnic minorities um there were n- i don't think there were maybe any at my primary school at yeah, all yeah yeah and i think though now because of the way the world's going there's a lot more different cultures um and so this book i'm not very good at book reviews um and i probably need to reread it but it kind of opens your eyes to like 
the you're so you might not realize you're being racist or yeah. like race racist like stereotypes but a lot of the time you can be racist without, without even realizing be. it yeah and so that's what i've been realizing the past few weeks exactly even like just like the way you speak to someone just because the color of their skin or something like that is like i realized that a lot of people or perceptions you might exactly, have exactly yeah Exactly. About a culture. Yeah. Um, and like even like my church in Manchester, we had a... It's like it's pretty international, right? Yeah. So you've loads Very of different, different countries. Very different than our home church. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like hearing stories um, from people who were just um, like just being racially abused for the color of their skin. And I was like... It's heartbreaking. You don't even, you don't realize that it's a but thing. But I, I, I do then feel ashamed that I, and this is what we talk about, uh, like... We could have spoke up sooner, yeah, or worked on ourselves more, or done more research. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I need to start, but it's it's kind of yeah. too late. Yeah, there was a story like, um, a lady shared, and it was like her son was at um nursery, and basically he came home from nursery one day, and he was like, "Mom, I don't want to be black anymore," and he kept coming back, and she was like, "Oh, why? You're like beautiful as you are and stuff," and um. Basically, what had happened was at nursery, these um, like he wasn't being he wasn't able to play with the white people because they said that he was different. Yeah, and it's like that. I think I don't think that's they obviously don't realize they're being racist. But I think that's the fan like the way we've grown up as like white families and stuff is like you treat almost treat them as different, and it's like you so sad. Yeah, it's it's just so sad. So. It really opened my eyes to like the inequalities, um, and we need to be intentional. Then, yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think like educating yourself is probably the best Definitely. way forward. Um, for um, that. But but like <clears throat> somebody was sitting on a podcast I was listening to, like God saves, um, not skins, but He saves souls. Mm. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like we were born white. Yeah, and like. We didn't have any say in what skin color we were. Yeah. So why should someone who was born... But we have experienced privilege. Exactly, yeah. And so that as well, like just because you're born a different color skin doesn't mean you should be have a, a privilege above another. Um, no, absolutely. I need, to work, I need to work on myself yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Anything else you listen to that you would recommend? Any, any, are you into podcasts? Yeah. Um, obviously, there's... Big up John Mark Comer. <laughs> Have you been listening? Yeah, so he's really good. Um, he gets shouted out like every podcast. He just has he? a lovely voice. Yeah, he's just easy to listen to. Um, and then he, yeah, he, he, what it, what I like is he communicates. He's not the first person to say some of these ideas, but he just is a real gift for, yeah. com- for communicating. Because he in says a way. himself, he isn't the most intelligent. Yeah. Um, but the way he says, like, just communicates ideas, crazy. Um, and then yeah, just like. I've been listening to a lot of church services, just jumping in and out. Um, yeah, you've actually been editing some yeah, of Crescent. both of the churches yeah, that yeah. you go to. So Crescent you? Church Belfast. Which is great. And I love that. I love that we can u- use our skills and our giftings like you have with editing and yeah. and, and making videos and, and be able to glorify God with that. I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, no, it's... You, sometimes you look down and you're like, oh, I have to do this. But then you realize like, in everything you do, just glorify God. So Wow. Um, Let's finish with that one. Yeah, that'll be the drop, mic drop. <laughs> but yeah, <Boom. laughs> it's been good. Thanks for having me. I'm all right. <laughs>